This is the Dealer News Today podcast, the podcast for automotive executives and the professionals who support them. From the Dealer News Today headquarters, here's your host, Dave Canton with Andrew Cherkasky. Dave, good afternoon. Andy, good afternoon. A lot of news in the automotive industry today. I guess so, right? Well, look, we all heard last week how Cheryl Miller was granted a medical leave. Today, AutoNation promoted their COO, Jim Bender, to president. All I could say is we all pray and hope that uh, that Cheryl Miller is doing great. She's an incredible executive. She is one of the best in the game. And our, our prayers to her and her family that she's doing well. Anything terrible like that going on during these tough times, uh, just one more layer of stress and anxiety and uh, certainly feel terrible about what's going on there. So today we got an incredible show lined up as we promised all of our listeners. We have the CEO of True Car, Mike Darrow, joining us. You know, and let's talk about that, Andy. Online sales. Yeah, right? that's I mean, I mean, we've been talking about that from the very beginning. Online sales, online sales. What better guest to come on and talk to us? Before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about our thoughts on online sales. You know, look, uh, unfortunately, I don't think the automotive industry going back five weeks ago is prepared to even consider that a majority of everything that they do is going to be sold online. Right. You know, and today, you know, every state is basically operating uh, operating with online sales. Pennsylvania, Governor Wolf finally uh, uh, allowed dealers to start selling cars online and taking delivery at their homes. So, you know, what we have to understand is now all 50 states are operating, allowed to sell cars online. The question is, how many of these dealerships surrounding the country are actually prepared? Are do they, they have, really ready to do Do that? they have enough BDC staff? Are they, are, they, are they on the same page? Are they responding to their customers properly and fast enough? You know, I mean, think about it. The old days of the car dealership brick and mortar pulling up at a salesman greeting you in the parking lot is gone. Now it's more or less, you know, you want a Chevy, you email the Chevy dealer, you get a number and the car's waiting for you to pick it up. More on that in just a moment after a word from our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by DCG Capital. DCG Capital's lender relationships can provide new car dealers with working capital loans, floor plan financing, mortgage loans, and other reduced interest rate financing at historically low rates. Contact DCG Capital at DaveCantonGroup.com. You know, Dave, from the very beginning, I've made it clear that I'm kind of an industry outsider. I haven't come into the auto industry until later in life. So I didn't grow up on a sales floor. I didn't grow up managing a, uh, a dealership. And I've always said to you that I'm, and kind of as an outside millennial, I'm, I'm on the tail end of it. Uh, I've always been inclined for online sales. I've always told you that I thought that some sort of digital sales is in the future and that the auto industry was a little delayed in that regard. I think we're we're going to see that hardcore right now. You know, look, at the end of the day, Andy, you know, people still love to pull into a car dealership, test drive different cars, get in the car, touch it, Some smell people. it. Some people, right? Yeah. But the ease of knowing that you could literally just do your research. There's virtual tours now that you could, you know, see the entire car interior and exterior. We learned that yesterday from Single Throw, you know, and, and it now allows you to really shop cars online, different maker models by just going to dealership websites. The ease of being able to buy a car today, who knows, maybe it'll create a greater surge in sales. It, you know, my two cents before we get to our guest and hear what he has to say is that if there's any dealer out there who's considering whether they need to up their game and step into the future with regard to making themselves protection proof from people going all online, I mean, now is the time. That's my two cents. What about you? We've been saying this over and over again. Let's not start selling cars on May 1st 
1st, let's begin to be prepared to actually sell the cars on May 1st, right? And that and now more than ever, it's not about making sure you have you, you have enough people. It's about making sure you have the right people that are trained on the processes that our consumers are looking for today. And that's online sales. Let's get to our guest. Ladies and gentlemen, with us this afternoon, we have the CEO of True Car, Mike Darrow. Mike, good afternoon, and thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm great, Dave. Thanks for having me. I look forward to the opportunity to chat with you guys. Well, it's great to hear your voice, Mike. And obviously, there's so much going on in the industry right now. And I am sure uh, you are busier than ever. Uh, let's get right to it. I don't want to take too much of your time. You know, obviously, with, with everything that's going on in a pandemic and uh, uh, dealerships all around the nation uh, being on, 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 on hold as far as only having the abilities to sell cars online and, and really adjusting to this new way of operating in the automotive industry, what can you tell us? What is True Car experiencing? What are you seeing? Um, you know, we're speaking to a lot of people out there in the industry, and, you know, we're hearing that online sales is gradually increasing every day. Are you experiencing that same thing? Yeah, we're, we're seeing the same thing, Dave. And, and, you know, we track the traditional online metrics. We track our traffic. We track the number of people who use our site and engage with one of our retailers and becomes a prospect. And, and those numbers uh, have begun to rebound fairly significantly. They took a pretty hard dip uh, at the tail end of March, but we've started to see a rebound. And as folks are, are uh, sheltering at home and have time to spend on their com computers, uh, car shopping activity has maintained. The most encouraging thing for us is we launched some products with our retail partners. We launched a buy from home a uh, network of about 4,400 dealers who will actually uh, execute a, a car buying uh, proposition completely online or on the phone. Uh, we'll deliver the car to the consumer's house, uh, execute the paperwork in a contactless system, and, and agree to sanitize the vehicle to, to COVID standards. So, you know, dealers are resilient creatures. They've been through tough times before and they're responding quickly. Uh, during this time. And, and, and there are consumers, our data continues to show us there are consumers out there who need to buy a vehicle. And, you know, the, everybody's working hard to find a way to service that group. You know, Mike, it's no secret that over the years, services like yourself has, have sometimes found uh, some, some degree of conflict with traditional dealers who want people in their showroom and want them in the vehicle to experience the, the whole sales process. What do you see this period of time doing to the marketplace and, and how cars are going to be sold in the future? Well, there, there's some interesting, interesting data coming on, Andy, and I just saw, and I haven't had a chance to go through it completely, but NADA just published a survey that concluded that over 90% of dealers see a big piece of their business transitioning to digital retailing after the COVID-19 virus. So that number was down below 50% before. So it's, it's certainly changing, I think, the way, you know, dealers view uh, reaching out to consumers and creating different buying alternatives. And, you know, in the long run, um, it, it's, it's terrible when one of these pandemics and one of these situations hits us, but we've, we've tried to hold on to the, uh, the, the theory that, you know, even the greatest adversities create opportunity on the other side of this. And I think it'll be an opportunity for our industry to kind of, propel ourselves into a more modern buying experience, which includes digital retailing and, 
and meeting consumers where they want to want to actually buy the vehicle. I mean, Mike, I'll tell you this. I think True Car is an incredible position right now, obviously, moving forward. Uh, look, as you said before, as far as consumer confidence out there in the industry, we, you know, there's a million cars a month that need to be replaced that are coming off lease. There's many other, you know, millions of cars that are sold on top of that annually with, you know, a, a, around the entire nation. Obviously, consumers, even when these stay-at-home orders are lifted and everyone's allowed to go back out there, which we're now seeing many states uh, and governors cooperating and allowing certain areas of, of essential businesses to grow, the list, the list is growing every day. Uh, we still believe, okay, as you're saying, that, that, that employees of car dealerships are going to work their best to be prepared for this surge that we're expecting to happen in car sales. But consumers are going to rely on, uh, still on a digital way of, of purchasing a car. We do believe that post-COVID, uh, obviously, a majority of all sales, we still are, are going to believe are going to happen, at least for the next four to six months online, and still not having the customers rushing into the brick-and-mortar showrooms. What's your take on that? What's your take on that? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, David. And, and, and what we've seen is pre-COVID, our, our research would tell us about 88 to 90% of consumers did some part of the purchase process online. Maybe that was research about vehicles. It was reading articles that were published about vehicles, checking out specs, uh, looking at dealer inventory, those sort of things. So consumers were already using the digital environment as part of the shopping process. I think what we have the opportunity to do now is expand the role that the, that the online environment provides and create a, a safe and touchless you know, purchase uh, proposition for consumers uh, and still facilitate dealers grow in their business. So uh, I, I think once we come out of this, it'll be a gradual transition uh, for people to come back. People are going to be hesitant uh, in, in going into areas where there's a lot of people. So, you know, we're prepared to lean in with our dealers and come up with solutions that make it comfortable for people who, who really need to buy a vehicle. You know, the, the underlying data for the industry is interesting. There's about 275 million units in operation across the U.S. And the United States fleet is at its oldest stage right now. So there's, there's a lot of aged vehicles running around out there. You know, there's a scrappage rate that runs in the 55 to 6% rate, which creates 14 or 15 million, you know, uh, new vehicle transactions a year or new or used. So... You know, the, the, the business is going to accordion a little bit. It's going to contract this year as, as people focus on staying healthy and making sure their lives are in order. But this industry is very resilient. We see that expansion coming back out. I know the OEMs are leaning in with their dealers. They've got great programs out there to support consumers with, you know, uh, uh, deferred payments and, you know, actually making payments for consumers. So the entire industry is rallying so that folks who actually need a vehicle in there, those folks are out there, uh, it, it's, it's an opportunity for them to get one and get a good deal on You know, Mike, uh, with all that's going on here, I think uh, some of what we have to do is look at things with some degree of retrospect. So a couple part question here. First, do you believe that the auto industry is behind other retailers um, in online sales. And, and I think that that can be answered, I'm sure, uh, at, at a book's length if you wanted it to. But second, what's the data show in that regard? Yeah, I, I, I think the answer, the short answer to that is yes. You know, we've seen other verticals and other consumer 
propositions advance very quickly uh, to an online environment. I, I remember when Zappos uh, made the transition for shoes, the many people were saying, well, you know, I need to go in the shoe store and put my foot in that silver. Yeah, how do you, how do you buy time. a shoe? How do you buy a shoe without putting it on your foot? Right. <laughs> that's, that's right. So, uh, and I use my son as a, the proof statement here. He's a freshman at UCLA, but he's kind of a, a tennis shoe connoisseur and he'll have five or six boxes of tennis shoes show up. He'll try them on, send three of them back and just be totally happy. So, you know, I, I think we've kind of lagged the auto industry's lagged behind that. Uh, advancement. Uh, it is certainly a more complex transaction. You know, oftentimes you have a, a trade in involved and things like that. And, and we're paying attention to that piece of the, of the business too. We've launched a digital uh, appraisal process for consumers where they fill out a short questionnaire and we can give them a guaranteed value for their trade in as they're in the shopping process. So I think everybody's working hard to bring all the elements of consuming a vehicle uh, into the digital space. And now we'll just have to put it together so consumers who are predisposed to transact that way uh, have, have somewhere to go. That's fantastic. Mike, we all know what an incredible job you have done at the helm at, at, at True Car. You know, positive state of mind, keeping everyone motivated and inspired, you know, keeping the, the words of encouragement flowing through every organization is so important today. What are you doing to keep your staff motivated, your team motivated and inspired throughout this crisis? Well, the, the, the challenges certainly changed as we moved through a work from home environment. Uh, I'm a manager by walking around. Uh, you know, I try to spend time uh, across the organization, stopping in and, and seeing people. And in this current environment, that's tough. So I think you have to find ways to stay connected. I rely heavily on my staff to, to stay close with their team. We get together every morning for an hour uh, to talk about the business conditions and, you know, we've tried to build some fun into it. You got to build some things into it to break up the monotony. Uh, you know, I mentioned earlier that this week for me, I was wearing uh, football jerseys for Hall of Fame quarterbacks that were uh, from Pittsburgh. We, we, we look for ways um, to, to keep people interested. Uh, we share ideas on, you know, what keeps people motivated and what gives them a break. Uh, a number of our functional teams have, uh, uh, created digital happy hours. I'm sure you guys are hearing quite a bit about that, where they get their team together at the end of the day and share a drink. So you, you've got to work to do those things. And it became apparent to me fairly quickly because in the first week to 10 days, I saw that our productivity wasn't going to suffer. You know, the work was getting done. It's just how do you keep people motivated? How do you keep them excited? And how do you extend that social part of what creates the culture of a company? And the, the culture of True Car has been amazing for me in the time I've been on the job. The folks are they're so engaged. Uh, they're, they, they are so committed to making the company successful. So I just try to make sure that we have a little fun while we keep them connected and, and look for ways to keep it interesting. You know, one of the things that we heard from a marketing expert just a couple of days ago is that what people are doing right now, even though they're not out shopping, maybe they're not actually making purchases, but people are spending a lot of time online browsing, looking for deals, looking for uh, potential opportunities. What does your data say about that? And is that something that's been increasing or is it, is it something that stays uh, about the same during this process? We've done two sets of fairly extensive research, uh, and, and, and naturally, we use all of our web data. You know, we see 
uh, tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of consumers every day that are doing something on our website that you can draw conclusions from. But we've also done some extensive surveys with uh, folks who have identified themselves as in-market shoppers. What we find is about 25% of them have deferred uh, their purchase decision because of the current you know, COVID environment. Um, but the rest uh, are, are still active in the process. Uh, about 70% of the folks we talked to said they were interested in dealers who would do a you know, buy from home type of process. So I think that was encouraging. And, and the other piece that we're seeing is there are some discretionary buyers out there who won't necessarily in the market, but because of the way the OEMs have jumped in and created excellent buying programs for consumers, there's even some discretionary folks who are out there saying, wow, if I can get a good price, if I can get a good, you know, zero down for 84 months with, you know, three months deferred and three months paid by the OEM, it may be time to, to begin to get into the market. So, you know, there's, there's folks who need to buy out there. We're trying to service them. And, and I think, you know, with the OEM efforts, uh, there's also folks that are being pulled in because of the excellent deals that are out there. Mike, look, you know, the automotive industry is the greatest industry there is. We've had some of the greatest CEOs, including yourself on the show, you know, throughout this pandemic. Uh, and, and, and everyone is remaining positive, enthusiastic, motivating their, their team in many ways, like you wearing a different Hall of Fame football jersey every day, which is incredible. I love that idea. But, you know, resilience, you know, you said it earlier, resilience. The automotive industry is just filled with some resilient individuals that understand what it takes to power through this. And I believe that we're going to cross this bridge. We're going to become stronger on the other side. And we're going to look back and say, remember when. Mike, I can't thank you enough for coming on to the show today. Our listeners are going to get so much information from this. Thank you so much. Stay healthy and stay safe. Mike Darrow, CEO of True Car. Thank you for coming on. Thank you very much, Dave. Thanks for having me. And it was great talking to you guys. Take care, Mike. What a great interview with Mike Darrow from True Car. You know, I was really excited to have him on because as I was saying at the at the top of the show, I've always been kind of curious about and always been a fan of the online sales and, and how the industry is moving to online sales. Kind of through my own experience, I don't love going to a dealership. I don't love negotiating a car. Uh, a car sale. It's just been something that to me has always just been unpleasant and has taken away from the experience of getting a brand new car. Yeah, that's why you have me do it for you. Andy. That's Look, right. There's, there's no secret, okay, that the automotive industry is changing and it's changing in many ways. Sure. But here's one thing we need to take a page out of Mike Darrow's book. He's an influencer, he's a motivator, and he's getting ahead of the curve. He's doing everything in his power to, to, to pave a path for true car, to accelerate moving forward. And that's what every business has to do. You yeah. can't sit back and just wait for the unknown. You need to create what is going to be the known for your company in the automotive industry moving forward. And Mike Darrow is doing a great job of doing that. It was incredible to have him on our show today. I hope everyone out there got a lot out of it. I did. I know Andy did. And we're going to keep delivering you the best content DNT possibly can. Everyone stay healthy and stay safe. Until next time, this is Dealer News Today.